everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 356. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. I'm Ichigogami. And I'm Wild Spice. So, how are we all doing tonight? I am not okay. Tired. Yeah, same. Tired. Mako, I am not okay either. I'm content, but not okay. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I'm, I'm not okay, but I'm at least not upset. Yeah, I mean, I like like I messaged to you. I didn't see the the preview for for this week's episode because I had to watch tonight's episode through alternative means. But part of what I said was correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you and now that I understand, you know why that character got killed off. It makes sense. Oh, just for the record, uh, me and Mako, if you if you haven't known already. We are big fans of NCIS, so we're just kind of um, p- clutching our pearls about tonight's episode. So we won't go into details about what happened, but you know, eh, go ahead and watch, and you'll enjoy. So you know, yeah. And as Echigo goes, oh, and you know, Steven Universe. Okay, I was going to watch Steven Universe last night, but I realized. It's three episodes. I just wasn't up for watching, like, staying up I watch. watched the I entirety. Seen a lot of it, so I, I, way, way behind on it. I realized that the last episode of this block released last night, and I sat there and watched all of it. It was like four or five episodes, and I just I had to sit there and go through it. I didn't care what time it was. Well, I I knew from the very beginning what was going to happen. Me too, me too, me too. And I, I was felt so, so bad, but I also was so excited for it to finally like come up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but I have very good intuition. Um, it's really funny because <laughs> much like I fall in love with Magical Girls Who Die, which is mm. a joke of all of my friends, um, Magical Girl Rising Project, Nemorin, you're my favorite, I'll miss you forever. Um, uh, Ichigo, yeah. don't, Ichigo, don't forget, you did cosplay Sailor Jupiter. She did die in the first season. You know me, Magic Girls well, Death. Yes. Yeah, I also cosplay Mammy. Technically, so. Sailor Moon, everybody dies. Yes. Yeah, everybody dies and is reincarnated. So, yes. there you go. But, yeah. So, yeah. And my DVR only has, like, the last two episodes from tonight and an episode from last week, so I'm going to sit down and watch those. So I know I've been watching the other episodes that have been coming up on the DVR. And come to find out, my DVR was kind of stupid. Last week's episode of NCIS was on there. I'm like, what huh. the fuck? Okay. We are live tonight, week of May 8th, 2018. Right here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, ChatZilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. You can also head on over to animejamsession.com slash Network where you can join the uh, chat there through an IRC link if you are running ChatZilla. 
Um, I do believe this only work. It definitely works on older versions of Firefox if you're running it. But I, as Michael Chan says, it does work on a newer version. You just got to tell it to run the son of a bitch. You can also head over to webchat.gamesearch.net and join Chatroom Bog. Um, we're also on Discord, so you can follow us there at vognetwork.com slash Discord, and we have a channel there, Anime Jam Session. So you want to come by, say hi, and all that good stuff, drop some news articles and stuff, that would be pretty freaking cool, you know? Hey. Um, let's see. And we'll probably have some people coming in from ZenkaiCon, because I went out and kind of blasted the live sh- chat uh, on the official uh, Facebook group. So if you're listening and you went to Zenkai, come on in, join the chat room at vognetwork.com, live.vognetwork.com. Come on through, have a good time. Uh, the beer is cold, the drinks are good, and the, and the table's full of food. So, yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. And I had to actually readjust the volume control when I started when I started tonight's episode because I'm and I'm uh, you know I'm naturally loud when I'm at the microphone. Oh yeah, I know you're naturally loud. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just at the microphone. F- fuck you and fuck you. <laughs> Mine's two feet from my face for a reason. I'm just loud. <laughs> Mine is about six inches, but I noticed when I started talking, it wasn't picking up. So I'm like, let me turn up the the volume levels on my end so now it's going good so yeah all right um i hope y'all like my pre-show um i i happen to stumble across that that the cover of uptown funk purely by purely by accident through a space dandy amv that was pretty damn good i'm probably going to link it later so if you heard the pre-show you'll understand where it came from if not uh, i will probably link that amv on our facebook page at Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Check it out. Tell me what you think. I thought it was pretty cool. All right. Um, let's see. Um, I believe check-ins are live. Uh, nope. Here we are. Check-ins are now live. So I'll go ahead and earn some VOG points if you check in. If you're listening on the podcast feed, um, you'll be hearing a specific catchphrase. When you hear it, come over to VOGnetwork.com, put in that passphrase, and earn some VOG points. Pretty cool. Easy. Simple. Done. It's all good in the hood. All right. Um, we're going to go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari, hold on. There we go. Well, of course, there was ZenkaiCon to look forward to, which was a lot of fun, except, you know, I had to play through the pain, as it were. Mm. It's Thursday night. It, number one, it was all cool that we all finally got down to the pool for uh, for once. Yep. But, you know, I got there a couple minutes before you guys did, and, like, there was a ton of people in the pool, which, you know, usually doesn't happen. And I was still being careful around the pool because, you know, there was water everywhere, but mm-hmm. I still slipped and felt my right knee just turn at an odd angle on my way Ooh. down, barely managing to hold myself up. So, yeah, that... Yeah, that joint was swollen up like a fucking grapefruit for, like, the entire weekend. I will never complain about walking or anything, because, as y'all know, I hurt my knee years ago, and if I and if I do a lot of walking, especially in my sketches with the memory foam, I can kind of feel it stiffing up, so I'm like, fuck. Yeah, well, it also, you know, compounded the pain in my back, so I was... So, pretty much, if you had seen me... And the fr- if I had closed captioning on in real life, you'll just see the phrase "internal screaming" in brackets floating mm. over me. You know, there's a um, 
a Facebook overlay for that frame for that. Oh, I know. Hmm. I've used it on my uh, personal Facebook page a couple times. Gotcha. And uh, next week is my vacation, so I'm just, you know, pretty much forcing myself to get through this week so I can relax. Sounds I'm like also not, look, not looking forward to this Sunday because it's Mother's Day and, well, uh, demands, demands for tribute are coming in. <laughs> A bag of coal. Look. If only it were that easy. It's called Amazon. <laughs> just... just just ship, just ship it from Amazon. Have it delivered on Sunday, and just phone the son of a bitch in. Look, I got about ten to fifteen cards to buy, so I'm probably going over to the Hallmark store and get them there. Oh god. Mhm. So yeah, that's all things been going for me. Okay. Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, pretty interesting. Uh, basically just getting ready for ZenkaiCon and dealing with, uh, Damien, who now has allergies and has a, you know, a busted lip because of it. And fun times. Oh. Why has he got allergies? Because cats can get allergies, too. Yep. <laughs> It's been very bad this year, so just like people can, you know, have really bad allergies, cats can get them too. Except most of the time when cats are allergic to something, um, it's more skin affected than, you know, actually nasally and stuff like that. So his fat lip is actually a symptom of that. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be going down finally, which I'm very happy about. And then other than that, I'm just looking at the, the conventions that are coming up and going, Oh crap, that's in two weeks. Oh crap, that's two weeks after that. So yeah. I know that feeling. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? How you been? Well, I've been pretty good. Uh, we've been prepping up for Zenkai Con, per usual, um, in general. Just uh, having a lot of fun with that. I ended up shooting a little video with my friend uh, Lana Owlet Cosplay on uh, how to host your own panels, and that went up um, the week before Zenkai Con. Um, so it was kind of uh, an exciting week for me, actually. Um, I ended up also trying to whip together a last-minute cosplay, which really didn't work. Uh, I guess, uh, pro tip, uh, plan to do your cosplay before a week before the convention. But it was a pattern I had to try out anyway, because I've got a bunch of cons coming up this summer. Um, like Dragon Con and Otacon coming up this August. So we were also finalizing all the stuff for the maid cafe there. It's basically, you could say, a busy set of weeks for me. So... That's what I've been up to. Okay. Wild Spice, how was your week? How was your day? How you been? Hello, hello. So, um, my week was okay. Same, getting ready for Zenkai Con. Zenkai Con came and went. It was a very interesting weekend, to say the least. Mm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I went into the weekend, you know, um, boyfriend's first official anime convention. I come out of the weekend down two friends, so it is what it is. Say what? I said I came out of the weekend down two friends, but it is what it is. Fuck them, that's what that I gotta say. Look, I lost a friend go before I even hit the con, and you know what? <laughs> I still stand by what the fuck I said that caused that shit to happen. Fuck it. I will yeah, say, I feel you. <laughs> I, will, I will say this much. Best friends are best friends. But best friends shouldn't abuse their best friends and get all snippy about shit. Simple as that. That kind of defeats the purpose of being a best friend. And if you don't you know, and if you get called out on it and get and nothing happens, then what kind of a friend are you? You know, fuck it. That's why I look at it. But anyhow, anything else? Um, no, not really. Otherwise, um, we had a really we had a fun con. Um, bummed it went by so fast, but mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my weekend day has been interesting, just like everybody else. I, too, have been planning for Zenkai Con, and it's like I said, the con just snuck the fuck up on me, because, yes, I know, I'm still behind on editing photos from last year, and I'm pushing as far as much as I can. I have, like, two major hurdles, three minor ones, I can get it done. So, I got all the photos up, I still had to pack and get things done, which is why there was no show last week, which was a blessing in disguise, because the entire staff needed an extra day, so, you know, it's like... If I needed an extra day to get shit done, we all needed an extra day. Even if not to get shit done, but just to kind of relax and kind of get into that mindset, you know. That's basically is it. And I just finished unpacking, like, late last night, which is a record, because you know how it is, how us cosplayers, congoers are. Our bag will sit there for at least two months and be like, isn't there a convention coming up next weekend? I really should hit that laundromat. Yeah, my bag is currently sitting in my trunk until I do laundry. Gotcha. Speaking of laundry, I'm doing mine now, and uh, I gotta take my cosplay to the cleaners. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working on my my what I call my bug regiment, which is anytime I go to a hotel where there might or may be bed bugs, so it takes me like twice as long to do all my laundry. Oh, trust me, I understand. But anywho, we're going to go ahead and uh, take our first break. And when we get back, we are going to talk about Zenkai Khan from day zero to day three. And I think we all got some interesting th things to tell and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, indeed. And we will cover strange news from Japan, as we always do. But <clears throat> but strap in, buckle in, grab some soda, grab some popcorn. It's going to be be a bit and a half so and maybe some tea as well sit down and drink your goddamn tea what? okay said <laughs> i was waiting for somebody to catch the reference oh oh you better believe i got a whole picture and it's not just for allergies with an extreme thirst sounds like ichigo got some tea of the juicy kind <laughs> Not so much juicy, just a lot of issues I went through throughout the weekend. I was only second in technical issues to the person who forgot their computer, but, uh, you know. Oh, well, I kind of feel that because I once forgot my camera for a convention. I had to borrow somebody else's. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. We'll be back. Well, that was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. So, before we continue, I just want to let y'all know I just got hit with a 30 day ban on freaking um, Facebook over a comment that was not racially insensitive either. So, oh, yay. I think she was just mad about the comment. 
So, you know, oddly enough, this is somebody that I know. So I just want to say, uh, fuck her. You know, that, that, that's it. I am removing her from my Facebook. I am deleting her from my phone. I am absolutely done. That's really fucked up. That is so fucked up. Is this the same one that caused issues before when you had that 30-day ban? No, 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 no. That 30-day ban that happened the first time was on somebody else's, was on a friend's Facebook, but it was public. This was on a friends-only post that I was commenting back to her. I'm really upset because I don't think she realizes I use this more than just friggin' social goddamn media. So, you know, you know, so... I I I I really am up. I I kind of I kind I kind of am upset about this, because my comment was not even rate was not even racist. It wasn't even offensive, you know. And this would happen at the start of the convention season, but on the plus side, you know, this will give me time to spend the next thirty days working on convention photos and getting them done. So. And I'm pondering to create an alternate account and just sit there and just idle and just not do shit with it. But, you know, it is what the fuck it is, you know. Honestly, if I didn't have to maintain social media presence for my little studio business because it wouldn't grow otherwise. And the fact that everybody plans everything via Facebook now, I would have been on Facebook many a year ago. (laughs) Oh, I, I just want you to know. I am verbally destroying this chick on, on via text messenger and hit, and I just hit the block. I I I'm done. I'm done. This friendship was come it was coming down to an end anyway. Jesus fuck. Well, with the con season uh, comes con drama. You know, there you go, folks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yay. Nothing to see here. Move along, move along. <laughs> The usual con drama. Just, just, but just grab some popcorn. Oddly, you know, yeah. not, oddly enough, this was this partially was con drama. This was a discussion about about a con that lived up that did not meet its expectations, and you know, whatever. But anywho, I, you know, I, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm just done. I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I am absolute. I'm just, I, I, I'm just done. Can we move on to happier things? Yeah, I will try to fight this and see what happens. So, you know, I'm not expecting much of anything, but, you know, it is what it is. So let's get down to day zero of this uh, of the con. So. So basically, Zenkai is one of those conventions where we come down Thursday, kick back, relax before everything happens that and it does take about maybe anywhere from three to four hours to travel there based on distance traffic tolls and stuff like that um i what i like about the con is the fact that everything is right there first of all if you've never been as soon as you get to the hotel and you look around there are tons of food places right there now normally i would work a half shift and then hop a train meet up with mako and then we would drive down we would probably wouldn't show up to about maybe six or something like that so you know but um 
I decided, you know, let, let's just go down early because I planned on doing a couple of photo shoots. Um, so, you know, which I did get done, but I think I only did like maybe three out of the expect, but we'll get into that any of So Thursday for us, for me and Mako and one of our other staffers, uh, Gabriella, uh, you, you know her on our page, on our website as uh, La Chocala. But um, she's working behind the scenes on other stuff, which is why she's not on the show tonight. So, you know, it's all good in the hood. So, pretty much, we got there about, what, 2, 2.30? Marco. Yeah, we got there about 2.30. Yeah. And um, one of my friends was supposed to meet us later, but she was still working her cosplay. But I ran to her, like, on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I ran to her, like, the next day. But, you know, we kind of did a bit of a, like, a mini walking tour of the convention so it was like not of the convention but of the area we because we already knew about the farmer's market but i had came up to lancaster previously and um what had happened you know and i kind of got a bit of a two-cent tour so i kind of walked around and to check shit out so you know so that's what we did we kind of walked around and kind of saw some of the cool stuff that's like a couple blocks away from the convention also a better pizzeria which i really enjoyed um, mm-hmm. yeah. and we totally forgot to hit the tea shop. Yep. And it was like right around the corner from the hotel too. You guys talking about the rabbit and the dragonfly? No, no, there's an actual no. tea shop. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, the spice place. Oh, I totally yeah. forgot about it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so we, I totally forgot about that because partially because I couldn't remember exactly where it was until it was after the fact. I was like, oh. But we did check out Rabbit and the Dragonfly, and that was really nice. It was. Mm-hmm. Very yummy tea. Very yummy coffee. Mm-hmm. I only yeah, went to the tea place good. in Farmer's Market. <laughs> the Farmer's Market place? Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. yeah, I still have some loose leaf tea from them last that I got last year at Zenkaikon, and it was so good. So I did I. I of the uh, gold tea or whatever it was with, with, with my dinner. All right. Um, let's see. Then let's see. After after that, we kind of went out, kind of relaxed, unpacked, and then we then we like hit up the pool for a little bit. Oh yeah, the pool was a lot of fun. Yeah, the water could have been a lot cooler in the pool, and the quote unquote uh, hot tub could have been a lot better. But oh, that 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 little dais at the uh, other end. Yeah, yeah, that was a waiting pool. Oh, yeah, of course. The the, the the actual hot tub was broken. And it decommissioned, and there's just a uh, little lid over top of it with a plant on it. Say what? Oh, yeah, the plant. Because you know what? That was the first time I've actually been in the pool there. So I was like, the fuck? Yeah, the, the actual hot tub was under that. Yeah. Oh, well. I may have had a hand in the destroying it, too. Let it, let, let, let's not get into that story. Let us not, you know. <laughs> So that was basically our Thursday. That and me was, and I took a couple of, of photo shoots and, you know, which was a good thing because I was kind of trying to get back into the zone because I discovered some more cool tool, toys and settings on my camera. I just wanted to kind of put, you know, make the photos a little bit better. So, you know. So, anyway, that was basically that. So, um, Ichigo, how was your day zero? 
Well, um, I actually came up rather than down like you guys, and um, I ended up thinking that I was going to go straight to a friend's house because I ended up staying with them for day zero um, at night just to make sure that I could get to the con in the morning and we didn't have to be in the hotel because they were nearby. And uh, I ended up actually stopping in Lancaster first, so I went into the convention and I got my badge. But it was kind of funny because when I got in to go get my badge, there was a staffer there who keeps think who kept throughout the weekend consistently thought that I was my friend Lizzie, who's actually the department, mm-hmm. the, the cosplay head there. And and we do look a smidgen, just a smidgen alike, but he kept thinking that I was her, even though I was asking where pre-registration was when the staffer would probably know that, especially with her experience. It was just kind of funny to me. Um, got my pre-reg, uh, dropped off a snacky with you guys. Hope you enjoyed the hazelnut bread if you got a chance to eat it. If not, that's okay. It should keep for a little while. Um, hung out with Patty and Gabrielle, I think, for a little while, if I remember correctly. And yeah, then we walked headed, around. headed out uh, pretty much right after 8.30 because I had the drive that I had to do to get over to my friend's place. But that was my day zero. It was pretty uneventful. Got my pre-reg badge. Um, yeah, and was pretty much ready to go for the next day. That's cool. Um, Wild Spice, how was your day zero? I was not present on day zero. I was working. <laughs> we are so sorry. Yeah, so sadly, I missed out on day zero. I was at work while y'all were partying it up in the pool. <laughs> mm. Well, it, it is what it is. So I guess for all of us, day zero was pretty good, and... It looks like Winamp just crashed again on me. So hold on, everyone. I'm going to kill Winamp and restart it one more time, kitties. So, and I think this weekend before I go out and do anything, I am going to give my PC a good a good uh, reformat and reinstall. So, I thought you were gonna already do that. I'm, I probably am, but I'm just reminding myself to do so. Mm. You know, so. I mean, basically, I got nothing else better. To, I got nothing else to, better to do this weekend right now. So, you know, <laughs> God, I have the house to myself this weekend. I'm excited. Lucky you. Yeah, I plan on doing absolutely nothing. I have work on Saturday and then nothing. Very excited. You don't do anything, period. Well, yeah, but now I get to do nothing alone. Oh. <laughs> hey not being judged for for being able to do nothing that's always a pleasant pleasant time that would be fun yep i'm doing laundry and everything tomorrow so excited Ooh, that sounds glamorous mm-hmm. all right um let's go ahead and let me adjust the volume for this so we can oh gee thanks Winnet. thank you for reminding me of that I guess on the plus side, for the next 30 days, I'll actually be early to work. <laughs> or on time, I'll just set my alarm to sleep in for an extra 15 minutes. So, anywho, let's go on to day one. That wasn't supposed to happen, Winamp. Oh, my bad. Threw it through the wrong output. Let's try that again. So, anywho, let's move on to day one.
Dios mío! Like, what are we starting in a soap opera? Like, that's parkour. It's rival schools, you fools. Dave never played rival schools, so I I have okay. seen plays of rival schools, but it sounds to me more like a Mexican soap opera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? Talk about their day one. I can go for it. It was like Twitter would volunteer at once. Um, so day one, we didn't get to the con until around 12-ish. We had a fun time at the hotel because, one, we pulled up to check in and unload. And they told us, no, you can't check in till three. Thank you, Adam, for helping. And like, <laughs> we were able to get checked in a little earlier than three. Um but when we pulled up, the guy was yelling at John because John was out at the car waiting while I was at the desk. He said, you've been here too long. And he's like, we've only been here for five minutes. But the guy was yelling at him that he needed to go park. And um, they wouldn't let it. They wouldn't give us a cart to unload luggage. And they said we went and got the cart, loaded the luggage on. And then they were like, no, you can't check this luggage. There's food here. It was it was a mess. So he ended up having to sit with the cart until we could check in. So after we finally got checked in, everything else went smoothly. I had a couple photo shoots, and we went to the formal as Scott Pilgrim and Ramona. And formal was a fun time, as you all know. <laughs> yes, I will say the Zenkai formal has come a long way. There were coolers this year. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yes, being able to actually get a drink at the formal was very nice. Yes, for those people who weren't aware, last year there was uh, pitchers of water. There were not coolers, so they were out in like five minutes. And they also ran out of cups. That that, that yes. that's, a, that's a thing they did. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. But yeah, that was pretty much um, the day one. Um, we had the table for Shikari Khan in the dealer's room, so we had to set that up. We were sitting there and yeah, that was about it. It was a pretty chill day. Mm, that's good. But that formal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Next. <laughs> well, my day one was kind of boring. Um, did cosplay, walked around. I didn't even hit the dealer's hall. And then did the formal. <laughs> mm. I was very fuzzy headed from allergies this weekend so I actually did not do a lot of things I wanted to do which was really kind of shitty yeah you seem pretty slogged down the whole weekend yeah but what I could get to and what I did do was fun and enjoyable um, and I really did enjoy the formal this year I like that they actually had a a string band instead of a DJ. So it was definitely more formal feeling. Wait, isn't like guys in in, in uh, tuxedos playing like violins and stuff? It was the Triforce yeah. Quartet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good, because he said string band and my South Philly ass thought of something completely different. <laughs> Fucking mummers. Oh, gotcha. Well, uh, I guess I'll do my, my Friday, my day one, perhaps, because um, this was the day that I had, I, like, the second most technical issues to the, the other days. Um, so I was panelist this weekend, so I got in 
I want to say about 1040, um, parking was hell. Just a heads up, future reference. Um, so I got there at 1040. You wouldn't think parking was bad, especially in this little area of town, because even though it's a college town, it's still kind of small. And uh, so I got there, and there's a lot of one-way streets in Lancaster, just a heads up. Um, so I got in, and I got to the parking garage that I was at the night before, and they were full. They were literally full, and they were only allowing people in with validated in-and-out tickets from the hotel and, and all that other fun stuff, or um, people that, had, I guess, you know, were staying in the hotel overnight, and they needed you to have validated tickets. So I had to pull all the way around, and I... Fortunately, didn't have the same interaction because there was no valet outside when I got there, but I had heard stories. Um, and me being the only person with my car, I was very afraid that I was going to get like yelled at or something. But I went in, I got my validated ticket, and I went back out, and I went into the uh, parking garage. No problem after that. Um, go ahead. No, I'm saying that's good. Yeah, so that was that was fortunate on my part, and I ended up actually finding a parking space on level two when my friends who um who I was staying with the night before drove in their car, and they actually had to park on the top. So I was super surprised by that parking lot for cat, yay! Um, and then I go, I go, I went into the convention, and um, I'm one of those people. I always like to go in an hour before my panel and everything, but in this instance, I went in and I knew that. I was doing just a simple panel on wigs, and I didn't actually personally dress in cosplay all weekend. I did a lot more of the J fashion stuff, um, mm -hmm. just because it was more comfortable, and I didn't have any new costumes, so I was like, well, might as well just dress up. So I was running around, I checked into panel ops, and they seemed cool, um, and just wandered the convention for a while and then I went up to do my panel my panel was the first panel in live three which was one of the bigger panel rooms which I was surprised by it was also set up differently than I was anticipating but you know you work with it and I go in and I get ready to set up and the surge protector has somehow been plugged into a speaker system it is not plugged into an outlet at all so my old man of a computer, he doesn't like to run unless he's physically plugged into an outlet. Um, needless to say, I am so happy that there are some Otakon staffers that are on their tech support at SenkaiCon. And I actually recognized a few faces. Um, and they came out and they were super helpful. Staff this year, like, at least on my end, was super, super amazingly helpful and made sure that all my stuff got taken care of, even though it was like 20 minutes behind running my first panel. Um, and so, oh, no, it was armor that day. So it was really nice. All the people that came to my armor panel, cosplay shenanigans, um, it was super fun. Everybody was really good. It was well attended for the time it was in the afternoon, um, considering that the way they'd scheduled everything, like tip again for those who do programming ops, all the cosplay panels being scheduled at one time doesn't allow us to enjoy each other's panels as much. But I guess it just makes it easier for those who want to go to said panels. So I don't know what they'll do for next year. But I was really sad that I missed out on the panels that were kind of like mine. Um, yeah, so got that panel over. Had a lot of feedback. Had a lot of people come up to me afterwards and, and tell me and ask me questions. And that's what I really like to see. Um, and then I ended up spending a lot of my afternoon in the dealer's room. Um and then our hotel room wasn't ready until after 4 p.m., um, even though we were supposed to be able to check in at 3. So we got waitlisted. Um, that was fun. 
And then we got into our room and I changed for the formal and that outfit was well received. And then we went to the formal and I actually, I would say, you know what? I probably won't go next year to the formal. If, if I come, I think I'll actually be uh, in Japan that week, but if it's not that week and we do show up, I'm not going to go to the formal again because I don't think it's going to be topped. I think this year has been the best possible formal formal, you know, Barring the whole Digimon song at the end of the 20-minute break. Um, I love Digimon, but to me, it is not a dancing song. That kind of caught me off guard, too. I ain't going to lie. Like, even if, I mean, okay, so, like, the Digimon song, it's not as, I love I love Digimon, and I have friends who would probably murder me for saying, like, no, Digimon music at a formal, but the Pokemon song, to me, would have been even, even if it was just the Pokemon song, because people would sing along with it. Like, Unfortunately, Digimon didn't get as much galvanization in American culture as Pokemon did, but at least with Pokemon, a lot more people would sing along and not be, like, trying to get the beat of the song and not getting there. Um, It was nice, though, and I would say this was probably the best formal overall that I'd been to at Zenkai Con. Um, And it wasn't like a, a middle school prom where everybody was scared of everyone. So that was nice. That was a nice change. Um, but that was pretty much my Friday night. We got into the hotel room and stuff. I can't remember if that's the night. No, Saturday was the night we all got together for the meal, right? No, um, no, after the formal, we did pizza. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So we, uh, (laughs) so we, it was pizza, but it was an Asian Mexican fusion restaurant that had just changed over to a pizza place. Oh my gosh. So well, let me tell you. It's a culinary train wreck. <laughs> was a culinary oh my God. It was. <laughs> so the menu we got, you know, us con goers at con goers, you eat late. It just happens. Um, Lancaster, unfortunately being a small town, uh, did not have a lot of options after 10 o'clock PM. Uh, so we ended up getting menu from the front desk and, Needless to say, uh, being an Italian place, you'd think that they had cheesy garlic bread. They didn't. Um, And having worked in fast food myself, I said, do you have garlic bread? Do you have cheese? Can you put them together? Lovely. Um, Yeah, and then the fact um, that there was a burrito description underneath the uh, chicken tenders and fries, that kind of threw me off, too. But, Ichigo, Ichigo, one thing. You're in in Lancaster, so the Things, things would be a little bit different. And secondly, for as long as I've been here in Brooklyn, I have never seen a pizzeria selling garlic bread, per se. Garlic knots, yes. Garlic bread with a pasta order, yes, but not separately. It's it's a common practice in Virginia, and it's a common practice in other places I've been, but I also have only been to New York once, so I must experience that more. Yes, because this is a discussion that I, this was I shared on, on my personal Facebook some time back. When ice, there was something about calling pizza. Uh, I mean, we call it a pie. I mean, let me get a pie with extra cheese, something like that. Evidently, there are people that are, who have left New York City, live in other places. When they say, "Let me get a pie, like a large pie or a small pie or pie with extra cheese," people the the pizzerias there look at them funny. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So. I mean, not only that strangeness of, like, the different cultural differences in different areas to get pizza, but also, like, the fact that this was, like, an Asian-Mexican place that had just transferred over to an Italian place, and the fact that they had such a weird menu and wacky thing. It was just kind of a funny a funny thing that happened that night. But that was pretty much how we ended our night, and we all kind of went our separate ways and went to sleep. Um, unfortunately, the hotel also ran out of blankets, 
um, for, I want to say about 70 to 80% of the rooms. I don't think that they were prepared for Zenkai Khan at all. Um, I ended up going down and getting some towels, which I think were spa towels or even uh, pool towels, and using those for a blanket for the weekend. Those bath towels weren't too bad. No, they weren't. Well, for not for drying yourself off anyway. All right. Um, let me go through my um my day one now. My main goal, unless I've been doing a little bit more drinking than I should, or staying up later than I normally should, I'm usually up at 8, down on the floor by 9, you know, just to catch the initial rush of cosplayers for photos. So I went and did that, and walked around and, and got and got some great pictures. Um, trying to think which day was... Okay, I think that was Saturday. Yeah, I'll talk about that on day 2. So, um... The bulk of the time, I just took care. I just walked around and did photography. Um, went to opening ceremonies, and I kind of wished I, I did record it, but <sighs> it is what it is. You can't miss them all. It was pretty fun, and it was interesting the fact that the theme was ghosts and supernatural, and there, me and Mako-chan running around as uh, Shaggy and Velma. So I thought that was kind of kind of cool cool thing. So, mm-hmm. yep. After that, you know, I just, that's basically what I did on Friday. I just took pictures and I just talked to people and just met up with people and reconnected with a lot of people, you know, to have a good freaking time, you know, and I was pretty happy about that. Then I went to the formal, you know, got all spiffied up. So, and that was pretty fun. And then, you know, later got back to the room. I think we started having a little bit of drinking, you know, and, um, yeah, you were trying, like, we were like playing around with the, uh, the, with the soda syrup and the, uh, other alcohols that we had. Mm-hmm. I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to try those out, but it is what it is. N- next time. There will be a next time for that, but sorry, but anywho. Did a little bit of drinking and went down to the rave, and it was all right. I will say this about the DJ. I forget his name, but um, music was great. He just can't transition worth a shit. I mean, I could transition music better in audition without even trying, and that's the sad part. So um, let's see what else is there. I think that was basically my day one well besides the fact that going down to the farmer's market for some for a bacon maple donut or or as they call them out there bacon maple long john which reminds me hey mako mm-hmm. did you eat the last one yes i knew I ate it for breakfast on monday i knew you would well i wasn't just gonna let it sit there see it was fate you were meant to have that last donut I was meant to have it because I was trying to give it to you the rest of the weekend and you weren't eating it. I mean, this is one of those times where, you know, here's the thing, y'all. That Thursday or day before, we will hit up Walmart and pick up stuff for the room and then still buy stuff while we're there for food. And it's like we have a little bit too much food, but it it happens. I mean, that's a good Oh, sorry, I go bought on. fruit for everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good plan to do so that you don't end up, like, you spend $40 at Walmart for some snacks throughout the weekend, PB&J or whatever in the room, and then you do your bigger meals or your meals with friends out and about. So then that way you're not, like, dedicated to certain things. Um, 
throughout the weekend. True, but Ari, do you still have that fruit? Uh, no, I said you guys could take it with you. Okay, because we didn't, um, we didn't no, take Gabby it. No, took, Gabby took a bunch of it. Oh, okay. Oh, good, well, good, at least good. it didn't completely go to waste. That's good. Yeah, she took whatever would fit into her bag. Hmm. Good call, good call. I'll, I'll bring some more for, uh, next time. I mean, the next convention we go to. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I think smaller amounts will be done, will be good because I know when we went to Pop Cult, um, I brought way too much fruit for for like what three people in the room. Yeah. Uh huh. I was also worried about running out of it too soon. Mm. And sometimes the bulk bags, even if they're a little bit more, they tend to be a little cheaper, unfortunately. <laughs> and if we go in our chat room here at um live.vognetwork.com to re to kind of refer back to what we were discussing. Siatabri Siatabri there we go. Siatabri says, if I remember correctly, South Southern Central PA usually will have garlic bread, but I spent more time in Gettysburg. Uh, Bob Coffee says, one of these days I need to make it out to an East Coast con. Yes you do, my friend. Yes you do. And then Seattle Beery also said that he had Nutrigrain bars that he packed in his man bag about eight, month, eight months ago that were lifesavers. And to be honest, I pretty much sustain on a daily basis on Nutrigrain bars or mm -hmm. grain bars or the fruit bars. So I can definitely um, thumbs up that definitely because um, it's one of the only foods I can eat without having a reaction, a huge reaction. And I was also able to be a mom friend to people who came to my panel there's a youngin who was a little hungry, and I was like, here, I have an extra one in my bag. And I gave it out, and he was very grateful. But, yeah, Nutrigrain bars are really easy snacks to pack if you can have them. Okay. Okay. Uh, who didn't talk about their day one yet? Me. All right. Let's go. Let's kind of sort of speed things up a little bit, because I'm looking at the clock right now. <clears throat> and I went to a whole bunch of different panels, you know, to write up for the review, mm -hmm. you know, eventually. I was walking around as Bear Hugger that day, and, you know, got Got some positive reactions, and even better, I actually found a little Mac cosplayer to do a little uh, shoot with. I think I saw him. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, it was a lot of fun, you know, hanging out with him. But uh, some other clown uh, suggest like mistook me for King Hippo again. Oh. I'm like, motherfucker, are you kidding me? Yes, they're both fat, but but one of them can actually talk and actually looks human. Wow. Like, motherfucker, you're going to catch these hands in about two seconds. And, uh... <clears throat> Let's see what else. Yeah, I was hopping around the different, you know, game rooms and such. There was, uh, no actual arcade cabinets and, like, one, you know, home DDR setup. Yeah, but everything else was all right. All right. Now, I will admit, I did pop into the game room... And the dance pads were busted, so I'm like, fuck this, and left. Alright, um, so did we all cover our day ones now? Mm-hmm. I do believe so. Alright, so let's go ahead and go into day two. Now, I'll make mine as quick as, quick as possible, but not too quick. So, day two, up at 9, 9.30, out the door by 9, 9.30, photography... I popped into a panel about about um, anime openings and endings from from around the, from around the world, 
Oh, and, you were in that panel too? Yeah, I popped in towards the, like the last half hour of that. And I must it, not have seen you. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see you there either. God. Yeah, I left early to go to a different panel. Okay. So, I just find it funny when they talk about Fushigi Yugi. That's always hilarious. Because if you've, if you've watched Fushigi Yugi, the opening theme sets the tone on how serious this show is. Like strap in, you're you're in for you're in for it. Now, if I go to my left, which is Mako, and I go to my right, which is Ichigo, and I ask him, "How serious is Fushigi Yugi?" Well, uh, uh, fun thing, funny little trivial fact about uh, Ichigo is my first cosplay was Miyaka Yuki in her school uniform. Mm -hmm. But it is a very serious series. For those of you who are not yet, uh, I guess, know about Fushigi Yugi, like you've never seen it. It's, It's a very serious series and it's really dark. Like when I started looking at it as a child and, and started to get into it, I think I was probably eight or nine. And it was a really dark series, and it was probably not appropriate for my age range. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'll say on that. Mako? Um, there are some very funny moments, but for the most part, it's a very serious anime where you find out, like, not even in, what, the first five episodes that, you know, the whole thing is, you know, them having to sacrifice themselves so it it yeah one might call it a mysterious play that's that's the title of of the the graphic novels for those of you who are not uh, fans of the series yeah but it i mean the whole thing also plays on a bunch of uh i guess kind of harem aspect so i guess okay so anywho the the guy showed like the saudi arabian opening and it was just showed how silly and cracked out the series is as a whole and as siata and as siata beery says it takes the mellow out of melodrama well played okay so after that i went around and did some more photos i end up meeting up with someone cosplayer doing zero suit samus and i took some pictures of her so i have a shoot there as well and i have to go through my bag and sort through cards and make sure i contact the proper people so was that the shoot you were doing when me and gabriella met up with you and gave you coffee uh yeah i was either it was right before i did that shoot i it was just impromptu impromptu you know oh that's nice was it the same one we had seen on saturday yes Okay, I know who that is now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think I have her card. If not, she will find she'll find me on Facebook one way or another. So you know. So back to that. Now, as you know, we do co- we do uh inter- interviews at, at the conventions, and you know, I put in a request for three. One of them was I think I actually put in for Phil Lamar. I don't remember, but eh, didn't happen. So we end up getting four instead of three, and all on one day. So I was kind of paranoid and getting it together but thankfully Ari had had my back and he was able to cover two of those interviews the fourth one I ended up showing up 15 minutes late because I accidentally put in the wrong time slot from the email into my calendar 
But I, I would, yeah, but I would say thanks to the uh, to Zenkaikon Press for making this accommodation after explaining, you know, what happened. So you know, they know I'm pretty much on top of things. But like I said, the con basically snuck up on me this year. So then after that, I went to the masquerade, and it was pretty fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think last year's masquerade was a little bit more action packed, you know, as in it was, it was, I think I enjoyed last year's masquerade more than this year's, but it is what it is. The walk-ons were pretty nice. There were some amazing cosplays. And if you know, a lot of conventions start doing halftime shows. It originally used to be where, while the judges were deciding on who wins what, um, they would play a, but they'll play like AMV winners. Now they do a little bit more like skits and so forth. But since Zenkaikon fell upon May the fourth, they had Cap. I think it was Capital City Jedi. They are doing a halftime show where they did their version of Star Wars Masters of the Terras Kasi, which was pretty cool. So pretty much. It, it was basically watching a lot like live action Street Fighter, you know, more or less, but with lightsabers, and it was pretty cool. Plus the fact that you saw um um what's his name Kylo Ren get beat by BB-8. No, talk about jobbing the fuck out. No, no, no. You know how in the movies BB-8 ha- has a little mouth on him. He said something that mm-hmm. basically emasculated Kylo Ren. Oh, God damn it. Yes. I didn't get a chance to go to the masquerade because, unfortunately, it was during, I think, one of my panels. Mm. But I I heard mixed reviews, unfortunately, um, about the lightsaber people. And I also heard that the reason the AMVs didn't play was also due to some technical issues they had. So I I didn't. Okay. That's all right. Okay. I didn't know about the AMVs because right after the Jedi, I, I packed it up and left. And one of my mm. friends was like, aren't you going to stick around for the winners? I'm like, no. By the time I get the winners up, by the time I get the video up, people know who the winners are, so why bother? Plus, Zenkaikon, I think, puts their own video out that has the winners anyway. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. that's, who, that's my friend I was talking to. Yeah, he was there for the archiving purposes, so, you know. Um, and, that, and then, you know, after that, you know, we actually did our usual tradition of going down to Cilantro and got Poke Bowls. Then I went back. Um, the thing is how packed it was. I was not able to get the rest of the photo shoots I wanted. But these are mostly with people asking me if I was free this week. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Or me going, if I let, hopefully let's cross paths. So that way I could do a shoot with you, that type of situation. But, you know, things didn't happen as planned. But, you know, it is what it is. So I'm, I'm actually not too worried about it. Because those people I want to shoot with, I'll end up shooting with them anyway. So... It'll probably be at another convention. But um, after that, I went upstairs, you know, and I started working on Wild Spice's laptop, like I said I would. I actually thought I was going to be working on it Thursday, so I don't know where I got that idea from. But um, it took a few hours, but that got up and running. So while that was going, um, went met up with, with um, Ichigo and Herb and Mako and Wild Spice, and their merry band of, of crew, and hung out with them for a bit. Then went to the, then went to the, um, rave. 
And part of the reason why I went was because Hyper Potions was, was performing. Now, Zenkai has always had, they've had Hyper Potions there like a couple of times previously, but I never paid them, I never paid it any mind. But we all know Hyper Potion from them doing the Sonic Mania soundtrack, so I wanted to really hear and check this out, and they were amazing. They did, they did not fail. And then it flipped over to their normal DJ, DJ High Five, and that was great. Then after that, I ended up hanging out with some friends after the mask after well, say mask after the rave. Kind of handled some business. You know, there was some issues going on between a couple of friends, so I kind of had to help. You know, s- take care of that. Then end up going down to Jimmy John's, and they were open till three a.m. So I got a sandwich and, and a drink. So. Came back to the room, passed out. And that was my Saturday. Hello? I'm right here. I'm sorry, I thought you were like cut out for a second. No, I said after that, that was my Saturday. I thought somebody else was going to jump yeah, in. Yeah, he was waiting for someone to take oh, the... Uh, oh, my the, bad, my yeah, bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'll go for a little bit, sure. Uh, let's see. You know, thanks to a sketch for... The sketch website for making it nice and easy to uh, organize everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that I had to, uh, that I got t- tapped for uh, <clears throat> doing the interviews, you know, helping out with them means I wasn't in cosplay very much that day. I was like in Ash for like an hour, hour and a half, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was, I was like, like one or two panels or so. You know, did the first panel, went over to uh, Grego's uh, Press Your Luck panel. Which was fun, but I, you know, didn't get there in time, so I didn't get picked to actually play. Okay. Um. You know, and uh, you know, there was the other panel. I forget who the guests were. Um. Corgi cosplay. Um. Mm. And I believe that the people who were judges were Barracuda cosplay was one of them, which is the yeah. bump we played earlier. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, Oh, gosh, who were the other ones? I know that my friend Lady, oh, uh, Altara cosplay, and then um, her daughter. Okay, here, here, here we go. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, There's a bit of a mix-up because I thought we were getting, we were interviewing somebody else, that uh, Jade Saxon woman. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, let's see. It was Sarah Wiedenheft that I ended up interviewing first, and then uh, Quentin Flynn. I don't know how much of the footage you've seen of it yet, but uh, uh, I, I haven't seen it. I probably I'm probably gonna browse through it uh, this weekend because I just but, uh, see I have a Quinn lot of was free like time Quinn like here. does a whole lot of improv stuff, yeah. so he's like really hard to keep up with and like or, like throw you really to fuck off. Mm-hmm. I will say interviewing Jessica Cavello was really great because I didn't know she she does she voices the trainer of Raichu and my friend. Is who's at the con? She cosplayed Nina in one episode of Pokemon, who runs a pancake house, and she has Raichu that helps her. And the only reason why she cosplayed Nina is because um, she's a big Raichu fan. So Jessica actually recorded a video for her, telling her to get well. And I thought that was like one amazing thing that she did. I thought that was really sweet. Uh, the last panel I ended up seeing was the. Uh was Plus Two Comedy uh, demoing their new game show called Game the Gamer. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's, you know, like, video game challenges and whatnot, but the all the contestants are given, you know, amounts of money to uh, to auction off, you know, disadvantages for their opponents, like uh, 
you know, physical, you know, restri- like restraints on them, like handcuffs or, you know, weights or shit like that. The uh, Smash Brothers round, they, uh, they had some really fun with some jackass fucking controllers. Like, uh, mm-hmm. one, like one person was given this, uh, steering controller where it's like, all the buttons are laid out normally, but you have to, like, compress the, uh, the, like, the sides of the joystick, to, of the controller together to move left or right, like, like the D-pad. And, yeah. uh, some other person was given a Wii remote inside a bowling ball Adelin. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the remote was in this, you know, plastic shuttle, it looked like a bowling ball, and they had to, you know, move the ball around to play it and this is for a fighting game right. was this like the hunger games super smash brothers version because that's what it sounds like smash brothers is just one of the games they played oh okay but yeah like <clears throat> i forgot what the last game it was they played but you know it was a lot of fun cool and uh, let's see what else did i do oh yeah because of you know i was hurting like the entire day i ended up just after getting dinner with the you guys, you guys, <clears throat> I don't have nearly as much enthusiasm for a cilantro as you guys did. Like I don't even, I didn't get like halfway through my uh, my dinner. Oh okay. But yeah, I just came back to the room, you know, chilled out and just crack, you know, just spun out for the rest of the night in there. Okay, gotcha. So that's how Saturday went for me. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase penalty. Okay, um, Wild Spice? Um, my Saturday was alright. Um, I had a couple more photo shoots and I had, um, the table, of course. And then, um, we went to the masquerade because I wanted John to see an actual masquerade. If people aren't aware, John's my boyfriend, if I reference a John. But anyway, we went to the masquerade. It was great. We had an over 30 corner, which was hilarious. Because um, some of my friends that I've been cos, like I've known since I started going to cons, they were in the cosplay contest. So they were hanging out because they were in the hall portion of it. So Mm -hmm. if you're in the masquerade and you're in hall contest on Saturday, normally you have to do, or you don't have to, but normally they have the Saturday Hall cosplay contest people walk across the stage and show off their costumes. So they were there and we were all hanging out and we were just like kind of segregated from everybody else. So we were like, it's the over 30 corner. <laughs> so um, we were just like, we're old. You have to have attended KatsuCon 2004 or later to be in this corner. Wow. Um, or yeah. So watch the masquerade i agree about the masquerade i was kind of like eh about it because one there was a i noticed there were a lot of beginner skits so a lot of people this was like their first masquerade also um there were some skits like they didn't make any sense it was like what what is going on i talked about this with a friend of mine and there's too many skits nowadays that i think are either like personal ships or inside jokes in like yes. the fandom mm-hmm. or in the anime or something, for people who haven't seen it, it's hard for them to get the nuance of it because it doesn't make sense to them. Um, but yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, there was like there was and there was one skit where the girl was in a t-shirt and jeans, and she was supposed to be a character. Like she was supposed to be Tony Stark, but she was wearing a t-shirt and jeans, and had her parent 
ponytail and I was confused. See, I you know, my thing is I like skits where, you know, it's something that it's something that we know or you're parodying something or it's a play on something. For a while I was known for like my skits were kind of known for like parodying commercials or TV or something like that, but but like you said, if it's something that's an in joke or something that only a few people within that fandom are going to get, it's going to go over everybody's heads. Yeah, like the be- the best things like do a skit with like just a common subject matter that everyone will understand, even if they haven't seen the source material. Um, but yeah, the mask. Otherwise, um, masquerade was interesting. Um, the Hall cosplay contest, the Hall costume people, all those costumes were awesome. Um, other than that, though, that's really all we did. Um, didn't really do much. Um, I was either taking pictures or at the convention table, so I didn't really do that much. I guess I will go next. All right. Well, uh, Saturday was an eventful day. <laughs> Pony Stark. To long. say the least. Um, but yeah, so... I got started, and I had one of the earlier panels of the day, which I've never done before. So 9 a.m. panels, Cat is probably only going to come in pajamas. That is probably the rule, and that is what I did. So that was when my wig panel was. So, you know, Friday was my other panel, and both of my panels, the rest of my panels, were on Friday, uh, Saturday. So in the morning, started out, did my wig panel. Had a bunch of people that were actually excited for my panel later in the day, but they came to the panel and they enjoyed it and they learned a lot. Um, and that was a lot of fun. I have video for my panels on Saturday. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to get camera from Rama for the panel on Friday, but we'll have some videos up soon, hopefully, um, with creative editing. And so I uh, did my panel then, got dressed for the later in the day panel because it was on Japanese street fashion, primarily like EGL. Um, and that kind of stuff, the super frilly, rococo-y fun stuff. And then, uh, just walked around the convention for a while. Um, I had no technical issues in the morning, which was awesome. It was a blessing and I didn't have to deal with anything under caffeinated. So Mm. yay. Um, (laughs) then I basically spent a lot of the afternoon in the dealer's hall. Now I understand that my fandoms are a little out of date and I understand that there's not There's not a lot of people out there doing a lot of programming for the over 30 crowd. However, for the panels that did look slightly interesting, they weren't as interesting as I wanted them to be to draw me in to do something else instead of hanging out with my friends that were at the convention. So I ended up hanging out in the dealer's hall for most of the afternoon. Uh, Then, unfortunately, they they kept, again, scheduling me my panels against things that I wanted to go to. So I didn't get to go to the masquerade. So I'm very jealous and I can't wait to see videos of it. Um, even though I know, I know the stabbers who do the cosplay masquerade. So I was able to, to kind of find out what happened and all the stuff, um, that went down and how the show was, you know, in general, cause you, you, when you talk, you talk and you talk about how everything went and how everybody was awesome. And the show was great. Um, so then I, during the masquerade, I had my last panel of the day, which was about Japanese street fashion, which I was actually surprised was accepted. One, because Zenkaikon doesn't have a huge um, fashion outlet, but uh, two, that I actually had someone from Philadelphia come out. And uh, it's really funny because I then also found out that from that person... Uh, and those people that I was helping out that I, I'm known in certain circles and it was kind of freaky. 
It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to, to find out who knows you or who knows about you. Um, and it's not negative. Like, it's positive. So that was fun. So I did my Ooh. panel. But that panel, let me tell you, was fun. And it put the F-U in fun. Um, it basically started out because they have a satellite space for panels to be in called the TELUS, which is a bar that also has the ability to hold DJs and stuff like that. It's traditionally a bigger space where they hold all their autographs and stuff because celebrities, we all know. Um, so I went in, I always go an hour early to set up and they, they were moving the space because Cinco de Mayo, Olay. they had double booked the space and apparently Cinco de Mayo won out. So we were being pushed up into their whiskey bar which was whiskey up, bar. I know, right? You'd think it'd be fun for ladies to get together and make some hot toddies, which are basically tea with a little bit of booze and just chat about fashion. No, that wasn't at all how it was. We were basically set up in the bar upstairs, and unfortunately, there were enough technical issues that it was just kind of frustrating to deal with. And I know that Zenkaikon is going to go back and try and fix it because it was definitely a huge um, issue with their contract. And I'm sure they're going to have to deal with that, with that space, you know, in internally, but at the same time as a panelist, I don't know, personally, as a panelist, if I am not a staffer, I shouldn't have to take over and make sure that my panel is going to run off without a hitch. And the second point I have is that a, a panelist who is less technically adapt than I am would have probably gotten flustered and just quit before the panel even started. Um, because the problems basically were that the, the place was changing, the staff who was providing the uh, services of the of this other building, they weren't even using Zenkaikon staff to do this, hadn't set up all the stuff. Um, so basically had to go find them myself. And then the fact that their systems weren't working with my system, my computer, which had worked with every other system prior, and I had to, I had to try five different cords, try to email over a wonky Wi-Fi, and then subsequently ask if someone had a USB drive so that I could just send over my panel. And then it was sent from a Windows computer to an Apple computer, so I had to totally like Vanna White, like flip down the page with the down button instead of the nice little transitions everybody likes to see on a PowerPoint. Mm. So that was fun. Thankfully, the crowd was awesome, and they were amazing. And in general, it was a, it, you know, we, we, you try to have jokes. And, and thankfully, the staff was there. It was about eight people <laughs> to handle the situation. And, and it was handled before the, the, the panel was supposed to go on. But at the same time, like, I get it. You have issues and stuff. But, like, let the panelists know. Send out an email that something's happening. Because when I walk in and there's a problem, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a department head, so I'm going to go in and in my leadership, my mama cat is going to turn on and I'm going to mm. get stuff done. But other panelists might not have as much luck. Um, so thankfully, there were enough uh, things going on that day that it all got solved. And Gabriella was my amazing, lovely little camera girl. So thank you so much, Adam, for showing her how to use the camera and everything, because that was so helpful and amazing. Um, and I'll definitely, again, get those videos up soon. But yeah, so when we went out for dinner at the sushi place, Sakura, which is literally a walk down the sidewalk, and it's always good, um, and we got food there, and then came back and separated and went our separate ways, and then, oh gosh, I think I basically just chilled out the rest of the night. I ran into friends during the day. It was 
it was a pretty easy day between the technical issues. Um, overall, that was my Saturday. Cool. All right. Um, Mako, how was your Saturday? Uh, Saturday, I cosplayed. I walked around. I hit the dealer's hall. And then I basically passed out too damn early and was pissed off at myself. I felt so sorry for you because I was having allergy issues too. And I saw you pumpkining and I just felt so bad. Like, I really wanted to go down and at least listen to the music for the dance and by that point i was just i took my allergy meds i took benadryl i said fuck it i was passed out by 11 30 which never happens at a convention mm. so yeah my saturday kind of by the end of it sucked Aww. but i got a very cute red panda plushie I saw that you stopped by back by that Kawaii drugs booth. Oh, I mean a uh, Kawaii vendors booth. That was yeah, in the I, I, I had to. After I split up from you, I figured I probably would not get back into the dealer's hall. So I said, screw it. And, you know, ran back there, grabbed my plush, and then went back up to the room. All right. So is that everybody? I mm -hmm. think so. All right. Yeah, now we go that was everyone. Now we go into day three. Now, day three is just more relaxed, per se. I like to keep it that way. Day three is sort of like a no-cosplay day for me, or I just put on something quite casual. But the Sailor Moon shoot was pushed was was set up for Sunday at 12.30, so I'm like, well, time to do it again. Pack up Artemis, put it aside, change, go, and come back. The turnout wasn't as big as it normally was, but I guess probably because it was on Saturday, on Sunday. I don't know, but um, it was still fun. I still found myself walking around, collecting more for, for more pictures, and I was really enjoying myself. I saw some really great cosplays on Sunday, <coughs> and um, that was basically was it. I got a chance to see uh my friend cosplay Nina, so I got a couple of pictures of her, and I wish I'd gotten pictures of her as Snow White on Friday, but. She wasn't really in the mood, so she was kind of a little lethargic, So, which I totally get, totally understand. So, we left about, what, 2.30 after I collected the last of the photo photos I wanted. No, it was closer to 3.30. Yeah. Really? I thought it was closer. All right. I thought, I was no, like it was closer to 3.30. Okay, so it was closer to 3 <laughs> that we collected the last of our photo. I collected the last photo. In this case, 3.30. And we were on our merry little way. I mean, honestly, it wasn't too, too much to say about Sunday because for a con, for us, it's it's like the wind down. Um, by this time, we've already packed up the car. We did that, like, Saturday night. I put my stuff in the car at, like, what, 3 o'clock in the morning, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Best time to pack is Saturday night, early Sunday morning. I definitely... It was after midnight, so yeah. I consider it Sunday. But, yeah, I pre-packed my car for sure. Because if you're, like... Because the higher you are up on the ele on the on the floor of the hotel, the harder it is for you to get a, an elevator to bring your stuff down. And by the time it gets to your floor, it's already packed. So, yeah, fuck those elevators. Yeah, especially one when that when especially one was out of order too. Because apparently yeah, because someone some... puked in it. No, it somebody is. got trapped in it and attempted to wiggle open the doors. 
and busted them. Well, there was also, you were telling the story how there were two people racing the elevator, screaming at each other through the, through them. Yeah, this, this weekend has been horrible for the elevators. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two cosplayers that were doing the twins from The Shining, and were just staying in the elevator and hitting all of the buttons and scaring people as they were trying to get I think onto... that's right, Patty, because you and I went in the elevator with them, right? I'm not sure if we were in the elevator with them. Um, I just, that one I heard about. Oh, okay. I was in the elevator when they did it once, and it was, like, perfect. (laughs) Uh, But the other one, there were a bunch of people that were, you know, just hitting all the buttons when they were leaving the elevators. Uh, There were some people that were racing the elevators. Um, Groups that were, you know, in each of the three elevators, screaming at each other through the elevator shaft. You know, oh, I'm on this floor and I'm winning. Oh, I'm on this floor and I'm winning. That I got to witness and that Mm. pissed me off because you could hear them. We were on the 16th floor. I could hear them when they hit bottom. That's how loud they were. Yikes. So there was a a lot of that kind of elevator issue. Um, I was on the elevator with one of the guys that decided that he was going to push all the buttons um, but he had done it earlier, and one of the people I was on the elevator with at that point said, if you push all of the buttons, I'm smashing your face into the elevator wall. <laughs> um, so he promptly got off of the elevator at that point. So, yeah, um, very, very interesting time with the elevators this weekend. It's been one of those days. Mm-hmm. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Um, So Sunday started for me at like uh, midnight, I guess. Um, Well, one, I went out and I pre-packed my car. But two, I also celebrated a little post Cinco de Mayo with my friend Leah, who is amazing. It's Lamia cosplay. She actually won Saturday Hall costume for her Michael style, um, her Michael style of Harley Quinn from Batman. And she placed first, and she had her little trophy. She was hugging it the whole time. And made some new friends, which, isn't it the most annoying thing when you go to a con and you make a new friend who literally lives 20 minutes from you? Because <laughs> that's what happened to me. Um, I also made some other awesome friends, Catastrophic Cosplay, and her friend, I want to say Feral Kitten Cosplay. And they were super fun to hang out with, too. Um, but, yeah. On Sunday, I prepacked my car. I got up and thankfully didn't have any panels. Yay, no panels on Sunday. So I got up and I basically knew all I really, really wanted to do was stay for the feedback panel because you can complain all you want online, but when you do it in person, it has much more impact. And you can also kind of show how you appreciate things by showing support. So I think I got up at... 7.30 and just got ready to go, got packed, got out of the room, I think by 10-ish and went into the dealer's hall, walked around the dealer's hall, went and did some karaoke and in the video game room, played a few games. Um, just in general, kind of did my rounds of the convention before I had to leave and then uh, met up with a bunch of folks, said bye, um, went to feedback, and I think I left by 5 p.m. I was out of the con um, because they had announced the dates for the convention, and I'd given my feedback, and I was just kind of, you know, done. Um, so, yeah, it was. it's kind of sad because um, I don't know if we're going to be going next year because of the timing. But overall, it was an enjoyable convention, even with the technical issues. Um, 
I, I enjoyed it. I made a lot of new friends, so I'm excited to see what next year brings for it. And I hope that they can only go up from here. Definitely. Okay, Wild Spice. Okay, so Sunday, um, pretty much we got up at 7 because we had packed the night before. We took all of our stuff to the car because we had to park at the garage that was like two blocks down. And then um, we perused the dealer's room one more time, sat at the table for Shikari Khan again. Um, I did two photo shoots and then we went out for Chinese food with my one friend, which is a lady Akari cosplay. We went with her, her son to get some Chinese food. Then we went home. So that was it. It was Ooh. pretty chill Sunday. It's nice to go up and down the elevators with nobody in them. <laughs> well, I mean, early Must in the morning, nice. it was pretty crazy because I know that it was hard for me. I got, I got chewed out by some people for using the elevator too like i had somebody say why use the elevator when i was going from the 15th to the 16th floor well one it's hard to find the stairs and then the other day i was like i don't know people were just kind of rude about elevator yeah. use this weekend um but yeah it was apparently 5,005 people attended the convention in total and five <laughs> yes the five is very important well five thousand and five Oh my goodness. Yeah, I noticed that too with the elevators. Just like people were rude, you know, it was like the elevator was too clearly full and you would have people still shoving themselves in and other people were like, stop, you're going to overload the elevator. Like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. We also went on an adventure to find food in the morning because on Sundays in Lancaster, a lot of stuff is closed. So... We ended up going to a coffee shop that was around the corner, and then we also went to McDonald's because John's not a big fan of those hipster coffee shops. So we went to McDonald's. Wait, wait there was a coffee. Wait, that, uh... where was this coffee shop at? Um. Oh my gosh, where was it? Um. I think it was on. Mm, it was like a. It was a the same block the McDonald's is on. Actually, mm. like that crossroad. It's on the same block. But it had tea and coffee and stuff, but I went for the tea. <laughs> it was good. Awesome. And uh, I don't mean to break in real quick. It seems that one of the listeners of to, uh, was at ZenkaiCon, Siataburi. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I keep screwing your name up, dude. I am so sorry. But he was at ZenkaiCon. So I think that would have been awesome if we had ran into him, gotten a big old group selfie shot and post it on the, on the Vogue page. That would have been cool. For sure. And anytime you see me at a con, please come up and say hi. I always love to meet people and see people, especially who listen and come and see the panels. You know, maybe they, they did see us and we just didn't know them because we had no idea that they'd be on the show tonight in the chat room. Eh, well, you know. All right. Who didn't talk about their Sunday here? Me, but, you know, there's not a whole lot to it. I, you know, it was easy for me to get everything packed up because I didn't have a whole lot. You know, <clears throat> I, uh, you know, packed everything up and just wandered around the convention for a little bit because I left it around noon or so. Okay. And just came home, came home and rested. My friend had tried to get me to go out to his place to watch uh, Backlash that night. Yeah. 
I mean, I made it to get, I managed to get through one match before I decided, no, I'm too tired. I need to go to bed. I need to get some fucking sleep. But thankfully, I didn't miss much because yeah, people were calling it Rest Holds the Musical. Oh, God. Okay. So it really wasn't all that interesting. Mm. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was my Sunday. Gotcha. All right. Um, overall, we always talk about how great Zenkai Khan is. We don't really sit here and say, you know, we don't say how, like, the bad stuff, because there really isn't too much bad things about it. But whenever there is, we always say, you know, how they could do things better. Um, as always, one of the main issues is the game room smelling like funk. I really think, like, every few hours they need to clear it out, spray, and then bring people back in. If there's a, something broken in the game room, take time to fix it, you know? Well, with the game room, too, I also noticed that they had a lot more dancing games, which I also think led to the funk. Well, they only had one dancing game. No, no they had a couple. They had at least two, maybe three, because I know they had one DDR, and then they had two of the ones oh, where it captures your silhouette. Oh, The um, Just Dance just ones, dance. Yeah. yeah. the Just Dance. Yeah, the so two, yeah. They had a lot of dancing bodies. Yeah. And a lot of people playing the same songs over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the the formal, but I think they need to find a... I want to say that they should find a bigger room, but usually by 9 o'clock... Usually by like 8.30, it's like it's died down, you know? Maybe they should find like a panel room and a half or something like that that will work well for it, you know? But also, well, I yeah. with the formal itself, I think the big thing is everybody wants to get in and at least do one song, check it out, you know, see what's going on. But, you know, having it be an hour and a half, some people, like last year, it was pretty much packed for the entire hour and a half. And this year, I think because it was more of a formal setting and less of a high school dance uh, some of the people ended up leaving. At that, I say bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. Because bye, I enjoyed Felicia. It. Yeah, I enjoyed it a hell of a lot more. But, you know, you can't please everyone. But I'm happy when I'm pleased. Mm. <laughs> Fair that enough. makes so much sense. I thought you were happy when you were angry. I'm happy when I'm angry, too. <laughs> all the time um i definitely have to agree with with mako is that like the formal was definitely a much better feel this year and again why i'm not going to go back next year if if i do end up finding myself at zenkai con um because it was very much definitely not a middle school prom where everybody was afraid to touch and dance with people i actually went out and danced with my friends and everything like that so it was a lot more fun this year it was a lot more engaging yeah um on a personal view, my issue was getting four interviews on a Saturday, but, you know, things happen. I think I take partial blame on that because I didn't submit the interview request form until the last minute because I totally forgot, so, oops. Yeah, for me, the only bad part was the screaming in pain without the screaming, so, eh, hopefully, I got a doctor's appointment this coming, like, next Tuesday, so hopefully it'll, uh, I'll figure out something, what's wrong. Yeah, they'll be able to give you some anti-inflammatories or something for it. I'm sorry you don't feel well. 
Okay. Um, overall, like I said, we love Zenkai Con. It's a really good convention. I would say it's really good for the, for people starting out per se, but it does get packed kind of quickly. But it's still a medium sized con. I think they got. I think what's their attendance numbers like seven thousand, eight thousand. No, their attendance numbers was uh, five thousand. Five thousand. Okay. Five thousand and five. That's not bad. I like that. They get it gets a little bit bigger as we go along, you know. Yeah, and then I mean, this year I feel like it was a comfortable amount to overflowing because, again, like I said, parking on Friday morning was already a nightmare, um, and they didn't have enough parking for everyone staying in the hotel, which to me doesn't make any sense. Not connected to the hotel, but mm. you know, it's a small town, so you can't expect everything. I think. However, though, if they get much bigger, I want to say once they start to hit their 7,000 range, they're going to probably have to look for a new venue. Mm. And I don't know how easy that's going to be staying in the area. Well, On the plus side, mm -hmm. next year, if you do attend, they are building a Wegmans right up the street. Oh, boy. Yeah, and they are building a second tower on the hotel. Yep. Oh, well, then that will probably take care of all the issues that I've aforementioned. Well, so. from what I heard, Hopefully it'll have more elevators in it. Well, yeah, the second tower will have its own set of elevators. But from what I'm hearing, that, that, that tower won't be done until like 2020 or something like that. Yeah, it's um, the tower that's being built right now is set for two years from now. And then they're going to start working on the tower that's already there, which is going to take another you know, three years after that. Wow. Yeah. And hopefully that'll, they'll be able to finagle more space, you know, to add on to the convention center. That I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it, it depends on, you know, where the entrance for the new tower is going to be is if they can, you know, open up into that area as well for convention stuff. Mm-hmm for the convention I mean, center itself. Yeah, and I mean, if nothing else, as far as it goes, like Anime USA, they have a two-towered hotel that they work out of, too, but the lobby area in the second part of the hotel is a really nice place for cosplayers to get photos, so maybe that'll also take out of some of that congestion. Maybe they'll have a nice place for people to set up and get photos throughout the day instead of jamming it into the one convention center. So there's a lot of options they'll have. Yeah. So definitely... Come come check out the con. Next year, it's March 22nd to the 24th. And you're probably thinking, the hell? Just so you know, up, up until Zenkai Con moved out of the Valley Forge area, the convention has always been anywhere between the end of March to the beginning of May. So it's always in there somewhere. So, And who knows? It might just snow that same weekend again. Oh, boy. Yeah, we we did get to deal with snow one Zenkai Con. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot, just it was very interesting. But it is what it is. So, now that we got that out the way, and we've basically talked about and enjoyed Zenkai. Wild Spice, did you enjoy Zenkai? I did. Twas fun. You sound tired, my child. I am tired. <laughs> All right, don't worry. We're we're coming down to the very end. We're 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 down to the last stretch. Okay. Yes. 
That way we can go right into strange news for Japan. Oh, man. Since it has to do with fashion, do you want me to take the first one? Go for it. Oh my gosh, for those of you who love to wear your borando, if you end up in this set of schools, it might force you to do the same thing, looking at these price tags. So, boy threatens to stab school staff, forcing elementary students to wear Giorgio Armani uniforms. Threatening to cut people up with a knife is not the best way to go about airing frustrations. And... Considering that school uniforms in Japan can be prohibitively expensive, costing parents close to a whopping 1,000 US dollars a year for a complete set good enough to last the whole year, uh, it's a lot. Which is why Taimei Elementary School, located in the luxury shopping district of Ginza, ruffled feathers when they announced some time ago that their students would be donning uniforms made by high-end Italian fashion brand Armani. I know. Not even I wear Armani. I could probably only afford the socks. Not everyone's thrilled about having young children wear such lavish outfits. Least of all, a particular 14-year-old high, junior high student uh, from Tochigi Prefecture who took to the internet to air his disapproval. According to the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department, the student made thinly veiled threats on a website earlier this month, commenting that Taimei Elementary School should just let students commute normally. If they don't cut this out, I'm going to cut them with a knife. Concerned for the safety of staff and students starting a brand new school year, the principal quickly lodged a police report, prompting an urgent investigation into the matter. The menacing comments were eventually traced back to the junior high student who later confessed, I thought it was wrong of them to make kids wear expensive uniforms even though they're just elementary schoolers. Though that may be true, it just isn't appropriate to stab people either. Threat charges have been filed against the offending student, but while the case seems closed for now, we can't help but think that Time A Elementary School isn't quite out of the woods yet with their choice of expense and fashion. Peculiar school uniform regulations can attract the wrong kind of attention in Japan, and if Time A plans to continue down this path, they may need to prepare for more weird things to come their way. And I, again, I don't condone any violence against anyone, but that's pretty crazy on both sides. Mm. One, for them requiring them to wear Armani, and two, for the kiddo. Just, just, you don't say those kind of things. Well, now. That's all I gotta say. Oh, well, it can't get any weirder, can it? Well... I guess I'll take the next one. Go for it. Police on the lookout for young for man offering young boys money for sneeze. What? I think we just broke Ari again. Someone reset. On the evening of April 25th near Sukenbo Station in Hanamatsu City, Shizoku Prefecture, a man, a male high school student was approached by an older man who said, "I'll give you a thousand yen if you sneeze." The man, the boy did, so the man held, handed out a thousand dollar, a thousand yen bill and a tissue. That's about nine U.S. dollars. While on paper might sound like an awesome deal, the creepiness factor most likely gets jacked up on the way it happens in real life. <clears throat> like, hey kid, I'll give you a dollar if you sneeze on my latte. I'll throw in an extra dollar if it's extra thick. Mm -hmm. Ugh. 
It's unclear whether the student fulfilled his end of the bargain or simply gave back the money, but either way, he was disturbed enough to go to the police afterward and file a report. The man is described as in his 30s, about 180 centimeters, or about 5 to 10. He is also said to have a slim build, black hair, black suit, and a black shoulder bag. In other words, he looks more or less like every middle-aged Japanese man on the street, which makes finding him, which may make finding him difficult. Adding to this is the issue of whether or not the man was doing a crime, as unsettling as it was. In order to pursue the investigation, Shizoku Prefectural Police are setting Article 2 of the Police Act, which allows it to act under the aim of maintaining public safety and order. <clears throat> the authorities are currently asking around and checking security footage for more information on the sneeze producer. Until they know more, they are advising all residents to be on alert and never take him up on the offer. If you feel uncomfortable, please go to the nearest police box and file a report. The bizarre nature of this case only gets more bizarre when we learn that this isn't the first such incident in Hamamatsu City. On October 2016, a high school boy reported being approached by an aunt described as an his and, and the man said to him, can you sneeze? I'm doing research on sneezing. In December of the same year, police were able to find the man and give him a warning not to ask people for sneezes again. Oh, boy. I don't know what to say, what to think about this. I blame, Motherfuckers are crazy. I blame Mako-chan for, 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 for half of these, these damn articles. You're welcome. <sighs> Who wants to take the last one? Anyone? Anyone? You take it. Fuck. Alright. Oh, this one doesn't seem to be so bad. A lucky winner of Coca-Cola Japan's transparent cola campaign, stunned by what he got in the mail. This sounds pretty cool. Now, this is something we kind of talked about in, uh, over the weekend, because a friend of mine has... Teaches in Japan, and she has clear latte and clear coffee. I was like, "Wait, what?" But um, it seems that in Japan, transparent beverages are these amazing colorless milk teas and lemon teas, and they're very popular. They're getting, they're getting, making headway in Japan when they came out a few months ago, and it kind of messes with people's head because. Clear soda is one thing, but clear milk tea, you know, how does, you know. But it's I'm having crystal gravy flashbacks. What? Is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When uh, Crystal Pepsi originally came out, SNL did a skit parodying it. It was called Crystal Gravy. I'm going to have to look that shit up. Okay. Don't, but, um... don't say I didn't warn you. Okay. There were some recipes even on YouTube for uh, transparent pumpkin pie. Oh my god. But, um... A Japanese Twitter user goes by the name of Masa underscore B underscore got a pleasant surprise when Coca-Cola Japan's official Twitter account contacted him that he was a lucky winner of their untested transparent Coke present campaign. Something that he applied for. He wanted to try their new rumor, their new colorless drink. Okay, cool. So they sent him the prize. 
They just found, he only found an empty plastic box with the Coca-Cola logo on it. What? what? <laughs> yes. And, and the letter inside says, congratulations on winning the prize. We would like to sincerely thank you for taking part in our July 1st present campaign. We've enclosed a set of two bottles of untested transparent Coke in here. Through accumulated research, we've created this crystal clear taste with a light feel, almost as if it's air. We've used specially designed clear bottles that can only be seen by those with pure hearts. Please enjoy. <laughs> what oh, the questions heck? we have. This is like the start to an anime. Like, this is the kind of sh that makes a protagonist, okay? Oh shit! This is like those, those fucking uh, Marvel comics. No prizes they used to have in the seventies. Mm, ah, no prize. Or, or as some of our chat is saying, like uh, Dungeon Buster says, "LOL, sounds like an eBay purchase gone bad." Skatabiri said, "The Emperor's new cola," and Regenerator said, "Transparent underwear?" Question mark. Um. No. Okay, the Emperor's New Cola. That one was funny. Yes, I'll give him credit for that one. That was good. <laughs> so the so this guy he was dismayed by by the fact that he couldn't see or touch the bottles promised within. He was convinced that he was lacked he lacked a pure heart. It wasn't until he saw the next few words and everything clicked in his mind. This is an April Fool's joke. Could it be that plans for retailing this project this product is also a joke? When the time comes, please remember to bring this box with you. And the Japanese Edisons were amused by what Coca-Cola did. Like, and there were comments such as, It's great that they actually delivered an April's Fool's joke to your doorstep. It looks like a premium box. Better take good care of it. Wow, this looks delicious. Why can't everyone else see it? I really want this. I can see the cola. It's shame that Masa underscore B underscore couldn't get his hands on some transparent Coca-Cola, but he did get a nice card and a good laugh out of it. If we knew early how badly he wanted them, um, as, as this article says, they, the people who wrote this article, they said they, they would have happily would have made him some colorless cola for him. And it links back to an article from a couple of from last month on how they made transparent Coca-Cola. Which isn't a surprise because Crystal Pepsi's been a thing from the beginning. So Crystal Coke, I can imagine, is is not hard to make. I'm hoarding my last couple of bottles of Crystal Pepsi. Better drink that shit before it expires. It probably already has. She's gonna treat it like Nuka Cola. You know what? I Sugars, luck. Soda expires because everything has to have an expiration date on it. If you sell it in a store and it's, you know, a food or beverage, even vitamins and all of that, they have to have an expiration date on it. Most of those times, those, those expiration dates for sodas, for shit like that, are all bupkis. All right, our Mako ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I guess it's like, this is why we can't have nice things, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. 
shall we wrap things up? Yes. Yes, please. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll be back.
And there we go. We are now at the end of our show. Um, Wild Spice and Ari had to take off, you know, because it is late. Normally, you know, we do run a little bit over, a little bit under, but we go the extra mile when it comes to talking about conventions, especially when we do uh, Day Zero. So, I'm going to get through this pretty quickly so that we can hurry up and get the hell up on out of here because it is kind of late and there are stuff I have got to do, so... If you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, so we do this for the fun of it. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where uh, Corey has just posted a couple of amazing um, articles on our site of some cosplay tips. Let me pull them up real quick. She always posts some amazing YouTube videos. Um, there is one here from Do It Yourself Cosplay Shop. Um, Silent Hill Cosplay Nurse Tutorial. Definitely check that out. It's on right now. So it's a featured article. So swing by and check it out. Um, don't forget on our website we do post links to our photos and videos, our convention reviews, anime reviews our weekly podcast, editorials, and a lot of other cool stuff. 
So definitely check us out at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, our podcast is available on subscriber sites. So you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and weekly on the VOG Network Forum. So swing by and check them out. Some of these sites, you know, you can leave reviews. We just ask you to leave us a five-star review. That would be pretty awesome. We greatly appreciate that. So thanks. Check out our social media pages. Um, we're at social media. It's uh, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, twitter.com slash anime jam session, and facebook.com slash anime jam session. Thanks to everyone who follows us on our social media and supports us. We couldn't do this without y'all. And don't forget, we're here on Vogue Network Live Tuesdays at 9.30 and Encores Thursdays at 2. So we're going to go around the room. Uh, last word, Mako. I kind of want... Amen. Last words, Ichigo. Well, it was a fun week weekend, and overall, I'm back to work tomorrow. So, see you guys later. My last words is, after this call, I have to help a friend with a with a cosplay project, doing the video stuff. I think. Let's see how this turns out. So, this is it. End of list. We are getting out of here. Wow. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Ichigo. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Night. Johnny. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Sitting here looking at the Castle Point page. There's nothing here about the hotel, so... Wow. I I don't know. So, that's it. I'm done. Goodnight, y'all. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!